Welcome back to the Let's Call It Nothing podcast. Here we discuss all things fangirl. Lately we have been reading Midnight Sun by Stephanie Meyer. The past couple of episodes we have discussed chapters 1 through 7. And today we will be discussing chapter 8, Ghosts, and chapter 9, Poor Angelus. Yeah, y'all ready? Yeah, totally. Chapter 8, Ghosts, goes along with... Is it chapter 7 of Twilight? I didn't know we were going to be looking in Twilight. Hold on. It's Nightmare. The name of the chapter is Nightmare. It is it Nightmare. Right I got it right up here. Okay. I got, I got my copy of Twilight. I lied. Almost I ready. I got to chapter 8. <laughs> <laughs> if you think we're professionals, you are wrong. <laughs> the last chapter that we did was Melody. Yes. In which we know that Bella was doing... Her research mm-hmm. on vampires after a little discussion with Mr. Jacob Black. Yes. That's kind of where we're picking up. Yes, but Edward doesn't know that yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, we're we're, we're going to get there. Just we're not quite. There. We're not there yet. Well, I know he doesn't know it yet, but I had in my notes that she was doing it because I knew it because I'm the reader and I know everything. <laughs> yes. I would hate to know, like, if somebody just picks up, I'm, I'm not imagining like right now when it's new in a few years when somebody just picks it up and doesn't know. Because, I mean, you gotta imagine well, we grew up with these books, but there's gonna be a whole new generation that has no idea and they're like, see this book and they're like, it's already okay. that kind of generation. If they now. picked up, are you talking like if they picked up Midnight Sun? Yeah, Midnight Sun specifically. If they didn't know Bella and what she was doing? Yeah. Well, why would they pick up Midnight Sun first? You know, sometimes I did that as a kid, though. I did read the second Harry Potter book first. <laughs> Yeah, so I feel It was like, out of convenience, y'all, okay. Yeah, I mean, like, maybe, some, maybe like, a parent or somebody has it around or something. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like they would be very, very confused. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, who's this girl? Why? He's so obsessed with her, and she's kind of odd. Oh. They would be thinking that she is a freaking vampire hunter. Yes, like, I want her to be. <sighs> also, so cool. um, I forgot that I had this point. I have been re-watching You, starring... Oh, I thought you meant, like, the letter actually. You... Yeah. Like a show with the letter U, but you're talking about the Stalker yeah, show. Yeah, Netflix. I've seen the first episode, and I was not paying attention. I have not seen any of it. Okay, well, it's th- season three is about to come out. I love the show, by the way. It's told from the point of view of the Stalker. Yeah. Crazy person. And it's almost, it's like so similar to this. Yeah, it's kind of about funny. to say. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of funny. Like, I, I was like, what if it was set now? Like, this like Midnight Sun was set now, or it was about a stalker vampire. Like no, but like, what if Bella really liked the show? <laughs> oh, <laughs> but Bella doesn't watch a lot of TV, so yeah. weirdo. I got a point to make about that later. Yeah. Oh yeah, I don't know. I I love Pin Badgley, so I think it'd be funny. Well, spoiler alert, and I'm gonna say spoiler alert because this show has been out for years. But he is Mister Gossip Girl. Yeah. <laughs> Which makes so much sense with his character on you, I would say. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Because Gossip Girl did some pretty f***ed up I'm sorry, but... Yeah, I would just love to hear, like, like maybe Bella's asleep watching the show. Like, she falls asleep watching the show and Edward's just sitting there in the corner (laughs) kind of like... (laughs) Also, what if she fell asleep watching the show and woke up and looked into the corner he was hiding in and (laughs) she jumps? Yeah. We gotta talk about, though, that Edward has this, like... I don't know. He is so lucky that Bella's the only person I know that sleeps in a dark, dead room. Like, with no yeah, for real. Through. 
and like doesn't have any weird quirks like i don't know getting like she gets up a few times in this but and doesn't notice him and he's like how does she not though like even if she oh i have that fear though that like something will happen in the middle of the night and i won't be able to see anything because i'm half asleep yeah and i don't pay attention to anything i gotta tell you i work as a summer camp counselor and you know whenever the girls wake up they come to our cabin whatever they look through a window really creepily and they're like hey so and so i gotta go to the bathroom i can't tell you who it is i can barely tell you that it happens because i'm half asleep yeah so i'm not aware when i'm half asleep so i'm sure she isn't either and you could also just pass it off as a dream yeah so i don't know (laughs) but also like bella's a reader and i feel like it doesn't i'm an early bird i like like to go to sleep early and wake up early but i'm a reader and some days you just don't go to bed Mm-hmm. Because you want to finish that book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How yeah. does that not happen? Like, how is it not like he's sitting out at the window and he sees the lights still on? He's like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, he's just like, I wonder what she's reading. That's oh my gosh, she looks so pretty when she reads. She's a fangirl like the rest of us are. So, I call bull. I think there's a writing flaw here because I like- <laughs> a writing flaw here. <laughs> a writing flaw here. Like. Character development, however you want to say it. She would have stayed up at least one time. One time, I feel like. Maybe she did it while she was in Phoenix, but because she's in, like, a new place, she's like... Maybe she's just tired. That's you. Yeah. yeah. You just... But how long has he been going in her room at night? A long time. A a while. I don't remember. But also... A few chapters. When we started talking about this, it popped into my head that with the way she reacts, though, to things that produce, like, fear in other people, like, even if she saw him in her room, she'd probably be like, yeah, okay. Sure. And just move along. I got a lot of feelings about that for later. Yeah. I got a point at the end of this chapter that I really, really need to get to, because it's going to bust everything wide open and make a lot more sense, I feel like. To get started, here is our chapter summary of Chapter 8, Ghost. So Peter and Charlotte arrive, but Edward doesn't see much of them. Because he's stalking Bella. Because he's stalking Bella. He's protecting her from (coughs) stalking. And and that's how he justifies it. I'm protecting her. He's literally like, man, I wish they could stay longer because I really like stalking this girl. (laughs) Pretty much. He's like, yeah, possessive over her time and space of her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Obviously, with the next point, I put Edward is still watching over Bella. Mm -hmm. I said, in this chapter, there is lots of stalking. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Very much. Which is why it's called Ghost, because he can't actually interact with her. And so he's pissy he can't be with her during the sunny day. And then he's like, man, the sun's out. I gotta hide. I'm just sitting here. I gotta hide. I just gotta watch it. Watch her. Don't be sparkly. Compares himself to a ghost because he can't interact with her. And then Mike shows up. Big Mr. Michael Newton. Caitlin's. (laughs) Okay, okay. (laughs) Big boy. I'm just. What what do you have to say about Mike before I go into it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Just, like, we- what does he do okay. in this chapter? So, anyway, Bella's doing her thing. She's sitting on a bench, all happy that the sun's out. And then- because she's a Phoenix girl. Because she's a Phoenix girl, and she likes the warmth, which I can't say anything. Cause if you take she it- likes warmth and the color brown. If you- oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. <But laughs> if you take me out of the South, if you take me out of the South and it ain't warm, I, I ain't doing it. <laughs> I like the warm. That's the only reason I stay here. Mike tries to ask Bella out. Mm-hmm. 
again. Edward gets jealous and kills a tree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he does. But Do you want me to get to Bella rejecting him, or you want to... No, you can get to Bella rejecting okay. him. We want to finish all of Mike, and then we got some yeah. things to say. Bella rejects Mike by pointing out how oblivious Mike is about Jessica liking him. Which is great, because <laughs> this would have been... <laughs> hella dark if Bella had any slight interest in any other guy. <laughs> they would have been dead. They would have been dead. <laughs> they would have been that tree. Yeah. No, I, I just picture her doing it and the way I picture her is not Kristen Stewart at all. It's more like, my, you know Jessica likes you. And he's like, huh? Yeah, that's kind of how yeah. I And she's it. like, are you blind? I mean, come on. <laughs> Like, seriously. Like the whole, Mike, seriously? Which, Kristen huh. Stewart has no person. <laughs> I'm sorry, I recant As my Bella, statement. she has no person. As Bella, <laughs> Kristen Stewart has no personality. <laughs> She's very deadpan the whole time. I guess they were going it, for it, it was a choice. It was a, yeah, it was a choice. <laughs> it was, was it a, the best choice? It makes no. We personally don't agree with that choice. It makes no. me wonder what the director and the producers were thinking when they had her up there, like, doing the scene. Yeah, you know, like, earlier, Reba and I were listening to the hit track from the Twilight movies, Eyes on Fire. Which is still And bomb. the image that had it, we watched, like, a random lyric video on YouTube, and the image that they had it was very, like, dark and rainy and broody. And I was like, man, like, I have such an image for what this movie could have been. And the way that it was made, like, I, w- I want the dark broodiness, but I felt like it was very, you know, stale and stoic, and I wanted it to be more organic and, like... <laughs> well, it kind of had the... What's the word? A filter of, like, the sparkliness of vampires. Yeah, over like, it. everything felt too perfect. And by perfect, I don't believe it was perfect, but everything felt very staged. And I might be just be saying that from a perspective now, because I love the <laughs> out of those movies, you yeah. know, 10 years ago. I just think it could have been better done. Yeah, <laughs> I never, I never enjoyed the movies, so I've yeah. got, I've got a lot of ill will. And, like... Like, re-reading this, I have not read all this book. Reading this, but rereading it, also, thinking about Twilight. Like, reading, rereading the story of Twilight is what I'm trying to say. This is so much more, like, it's got the dark and broodiness, of course, because mm-hmm. we are reading from Edward's perspective, yeah, who's dark and broody. Yeah, yeah, we're not leaving that behind anytime. But there is such humor. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. so... And the humor isn't there. I'm sorry to no. Rob Pat and Kristen Stewart. The humor isn't there for me. It is the personality isn't there either. Yes, it can. It becomes more comedic in the later movies. But they try in Twilight. They try in that movie, but it just it's awkward. Yeah. Nothing ever lands. I think they add they added that guy that dies as comedic effect. Don't uh, Waylon. Waylon. Yeah, we played the Twilight game last time. <laughs> like, after, who's that? <laughs> yeah, we played the Twilight game and like the movie game after we got done recording last time. And I was like, who is Waylon and why is he important? Like, Maybe we should have recorded us playing that game. <laughs> we should. It, it it was bad, but uh, but yeah. And I think they added him for comedic effect, and it just it never freaking. Nothing, nothing stuck. You like, only nothing have like funny. one scene. I think that was supposed to be comedic. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna tell you, some stuck with me, but in a positive way. <laughs> no, I just want to add on, like when we were talking earlier about how this one's more comedic. Like, if this, the first Twilight movie had been more of a mashup between this completed book and Twilight, it could have hit better. I feel Twilight was actually pretty comedic. Yeah, 
I feel like the banter between Edward and Bella is so comedic and mm-hmm. so good, and you see chemistry. Like, you read yes. the chemistry, yes. and you don't feel that in the movies. Mm-hmm. There is nothing other than... It's almost like it's Bella's point of view. Mm-hmm. Bella's very skewed point of view. Yeah. Yeah. Also, with the movie, obviously, you're fitting a 400, 600-page book mm-hmm. into a two-hour movie where you have to cut out a lot of that stuff. Yeah. And a lot of times, they cut out the more, like, banter-type things. Yeah. It's like the freaking Bachelor. I'm sorry, y'all. It's like the freaking Bachelor. <laughs> was gonna because, <laughs> you know what? They're going to keep all the drama. They're going to keep all the things I don't give a mm-hmm. about. They're going to cut the dates. They're going to cut the fun times between the girls mm-hmm. or if the Bachelor the boys because that's what the audience wants to see but that's not what makes good tv yeah so with a movie like a book turning into a movie they're gonna cut a bunch of that fun stuff because they need the drama would it have even worked in the movie some of the banter um between the two of them maybe yeah maybe um yeah if given the right direction especially like they're in the right direction they're like like uh, banter and like biology like you know we had had the one scene of course the first scene like where they're meeting Um, but like i think some of that could have worked i I haven't watched the movie in a few months you know but (laughs) (laughs) but i'm thinking you know the scenes that they had together especially like the earlier on scenes before they started dating and he was just even at the point where he starts talking to her, I feel like he's still very standoffish, which is true. Mm-hmm. And she's still very much like, why is he talking to me? Why is he talking to me? Which maybe that's how the book is. I don't remember. I but- think it would have been better if they if they added banter scenes and they wanted to make it work. It should have been some of the ones after they started dating. I yes. just remember so many uh, points of like Edward trying to make jokes in the movie or like trying to like... Hang on tight, spider monkey. Yeah, that I, specifically. I hate that part it makes me cringe every time i think about a spider monkey i cringe and like it just doesn't work nothing they did Uh, the inflection of robert pattinson's tone of those lines makes it not funny yeah and like i wonder if we need to get off the movie we do because it's just gonna be a whole hour and a half of me bitching (laughs) but it also in all fairness it's not he's trying to do an american accent Mm -hmm. and inflection is totally different but also you're you know an actor and he's got so many good, like, he is one of the best actors out there that does, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but it's true. Um, <laughs> I'm wondering where this is going. <laughs> out there that can do multiple accents and multiple inflections. Yeah. And you can, I don't know if it's just because he already hated this movie when it come out. That's what I'm thinking. He already hated it, and he just done it for the notoriety of it. Nothing worked. And I wish, if he did hate it that much, he shouldn't have done it. Because it, it made me hate him. I will never watch a Robert Pattinson movie because of Twilight. Because I don't want to see him. Because I have so many bad memories. So, about what this. are your feelings on Cedric Diggory? <laughs> You're like, who the f*** is that? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Harry Potter, Goblet of Fire, he dies. Yeah, I know he dies. If y'all are... <laughs> <laughs> You're like,
like, that's the only part I know. <laughs> I know that just for the sheer fact. Okay. Oh, he's barely in the movie, though. Yeah. The only Harry Potter movie I ever watched was with you. Deathly Hallows Part, part one. 1. Yes. Dobby died. Dobby died. Spoiler alert. I yeah. cried. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what I remember I most cried. about that. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> only remember because I cried. Like, Dobby died, I cried. <laughs> no, I just remember at the beginning of the movie, this is my favorite character. And then the end of the movie, <laughs> no! <laughs> exactly what happened. And Dobby is a free elf. And then Bane's just... <laughs> yeah, I remember we're 13 at this point, and Caitlin like turns to me because I'm sitting next to her, and she's like, Are you crying right now? <laughs> like, you barely know him. <laughs> also, I'm not a crier, so it just made it even worse. Dear James. But oh anyway, Jack Whitehall, if y'all are into comedians, he went to school with Robert Pattinson and was a drama nerd, and he does a stand up entirely about Robert Pattinson. <laughs> <laughs> It is completely hilarious, and I suggest oh you go look for it. It's on YouTube, I know for sure. But anyway. Mike Newton. Well, yeah, let's slide <laughs> back into Mr. Book Newton. <laughs> yeah. Mike Newton. Taylor's one true love. Oh. <laughs> kind of. I got some qualms with him. <laughs> you got some qualms. We're going to right. fight. Okay. <laughs> ding, ding. Okay. Maybe it's Edward's perspective. No, because he's reading Mike's no, mind. No. Mike's a little pervy. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Let me defend myself by saying, do I love Mike? Of course. <laughs> do I love his thoughts about another girl or two girls? Absolutely not. <laughs> okay. But also, he's 17 years old. What 17-year-old yeah. boy is not pervy and horny? Yeah, yeah. Like, I would hit okay. him. <laughs> so, you're getting to that point, and down here I have... So she points it out. Mike switched his fantasies over to Jessica, and Edward states he doesn't think Mike deserves either girl. Yes, as, yes, Edward, defend Jessica. He doesn't deserve either of them. He doesn't deserve either girl. <laughs> wow, Edward defending Jessica? Yeah. I do love Jessica more than Mike. We just got to sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh-huh. She's better. That being said. Okay. <laughs> out of the males. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, we hear Mike's thoughts the most often, though, so we don't really know how the other guys really fit in all the time. We hear Mike because he's also obsessed with Bella, yeah, so... so. <laughs> that, that just feeds into Edward's um, obsession of stalking her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bella is just not having any of Mike's crap. Um, it also, Edward uprooted the tree and killed it because Mike touched a piece of her hair. Yeah. So Mike touched I, her and Edward kills a tree. Yeah. <laughs> Mike touches her What's hair. next? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> which is why I put... Which is great because it would have been hella dark if Bello had any slight interest in any other guy. Can you imagine how different this book... It would be you. Let's just put it out there. It would be you. And she was like, Eric's really nice. And she was like, well, I mean, we okay. see what happens with Jacob later on. Yeah. I feel like... And she was committed to Edward yeah. at that point. I feel like if Bella was going to be attracted to any of those other guys, though, she would be... She would have slightly different personality, and then Edward probably wouldn't like her as much. You think so? Yes. Eh. I don't know. If Bella would have picked but Her blood is so potent. Yeah. And that's he only know. part of it. Part of it's that, but part of it's also that he doesn't know what she's thinking. Yeah. If it had mm-hmm. E... I mean, yes, her personality does play a part in it, definitely. But she's not like other girls. She's not like other girls. I, <laughs> I mean, feel like on. if she like if she liked some of those other guys, I feel like she would be the more normal type. So you don't think that if she found her a nice, nerdy, artistic, possibly guy out there, maybe a musician, maybe another musician, you know, 
Like Edward. (laughs) (laughs) Rock and roll. Rock and roll. But if she liked anybody else, I mean, because I'm sure there's at least one other person in the school that is of any slight interest. Mm -hmm. What would have happened? If she ended up with, like, some nerdy guy at the end of all this, poetic. Poetic. (laughs) Edward just has to sit there and, like, cry. Honestly. If Edward was the bad guy. I would love that plot twist. Oh, my gosh. It's you. I I love me a book where the first love interest is not it. I gotta say. But, like, also, say... Sometimes. I'm still bitter about little women. uh, Say that this... uh, (laughs) I forgot. You're not a lit nerd. This other guy that we're making up. Say that he had... uh, Edward could read his thoughts, of course. Say that he had similar thoughts to, like, Ben Cheney's in the later chapters. Do you think Edward, like, if the two of them, Bella and this dude, were, like, talking to each other, that Edward would be like, "Mm, I should step aside and leave because I'm Um, such a danger? Or would he stay? Actually, because at the end of the day, he does want her to be happy and live a long, wonderful life. So maybe. Maybe. I don't see it He would still uproot many of trees. Oh, yeah. Also, he would probably still stalk her for a little bit. Also, let's talk about... Okay, so... Well, Edward's a horny virgin. I'm just going to say it. Yes. Yeah, that that comes up, too. A lot of these next episodes is just him being a horny virgin. Mm -hmm. Bella's got the same hormones. If Bella was with a human, she would have got freaky long before they actually got freaky. (laughs) So let's be real. Okay, so we're making up this human guy that Edward can read his minds that Bella likes Mm -hmm. and they get freaky. What would happen then? Honestly, are we... Would Edward... I'm I'm thinking of something I've read recently, but I won't bring it up. He will fracture. I'm telling you, his brain would, like, fracture, because he would be like... He would go straight to the vulture and just end it. You think so? I would be like... I would think that he would be like, either... Dang. (laughs) Caitlin's done dropping stuff. Um, He's on the right page. But, like, if he... I feel like he would be like part of him would wish it was him yes. oh, yeah he def- definitely like, he would fantasize and it would be worse because mm-hmm. that, that's how stalkers are uh, this makes me want to see edward's point of view of eclipse yeah oh like yeah that's, that's because at one point, point bella is like what if i did just have this life with jacob you mm-hmm. know somewhat normal he's not a vampire he's not yeah. gonna live forever i don't have to become something else to be with him what if and edward being like um well <laughs> honey if that's what you want i'm kind of cute um stay with me <laughs> Stay with me. Okay, we need to move on. Okay, yeah. (laughs) Bella leaves Mike outside while he's imagining Jessica Uh, with all her big tooth, big tooth, big tits, and whatnot. I was trying to go with titties or boobs, and I couldn't decide, and it came out too. What does he mean? He says... He says, decent body, bigger boobs than Bella's, a bird in the hand. What does that mean? It means she's easy prey. A bird in the hand. What 17-year-old horny boy says that? I don't know. Uh, One... That. One that Stephanie Meyer writes. Yeah. Yes. Moving on. Or he, he the Mormon boy. Yeah. Honestly, if it if it was slightly different, I feel like Edward would say that. So I did I put here. Edward watches through the minds of others to watch Bella because Mike is useless at this point. Mm-hmm. And I put it as a note, which I find strange. Let's be real. Minds are unreliable sources of information, mm-hmm. not like cameras. So I mean, like he's seeing her walk down the hall and trip over. And like being her- <laughs> every step, she's just falling. <laughs> she's like me today, just falling over everything. Being her quirky self, and then like I don't know, because I see Mons is like. 
like, okay, I'm doing this, so I'm not really focused on everything around me. Yeah, the, I'm just, the, yeah. The way it's written sounds more like he's just seeing out of their eyes, not reading. That's what eyes. I envision. Mm-hmm. See, I don't know. I just feel like maybe it should be explained more. Maybe Stephanie. Yeah, <laughs> come on, Stephanie. Stephanie. He's had ninety years at this point. Yeah, he needs to explain he, himself. Better. Yeah, he needs to know. Like, okay, my powers are this. I have a limited scope on. This. I mean, I get it. Are you honestly telling me, though? I'm sorry, off topic, but also on topic. He's never met someone whose mind he can't read. I have always wondered that. Like, yeah. why Why is this different? Like, you yeah. would assume that he would have found somebody else, like, roaming all these is different Is Bella things. that special? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I mean must definitely be in her family line if she, he can only half hear Charlie. Well, yeah, yeah. like, he... Mm-hmm. I don't remember when this is discussed because I've read a few chapters today. But he begins thinking about, first off, he thinks about the genetic combination of Renee and Charlie. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I think that's like a couple of chapters from now. Yeah. And he's like, you know, like, I wonder what could have led to this girl. And he's thinking about it, I think, at the time, as far as like reading her thoughts, not just her personality. And then later on, he's stalking and listening to Charlie's thoughts and being like, I wish I could have met Charlie's parents, you know, kind of see how I could read their minds to see how it got to this point where like Charlie's thoughts are muddled and he doesn't hear everything. Mm -hmm. Edward doesn't hear all of his thoughts. And then Bella is nothing. So I wonder if he's ever met anyone who has had. I don't think so because then it wouldn't have been so mind-blowing for him. Yeah. But also I do find it strange. I feel like he's had 90 years to figure out okay, these are the limits of my powers. Mm -hmm. This is like, which I mean I get. Nobody he's never come across anybody who can't read their mind. That's fine. But like he should know okay, I can only read up to this point. If they're thinking about this right now, I can read that, but I can't exactly read back thoughts or subconsciously Mm -hmm. or, you know, stuff like that. But he doesn't ever goes into detail about any of that. I feel like... Get a small Edward. I just wonder if, like, he talks about it later, too, like how he found out because Carlisle, he was reading Carlisle's thoughts without realizing he was doing that. Mm-hmm. But, like, have they ever, in a way, like, sat down to experiment to see how, like, far it goes? Like, do any of them do that with their powers? Like, probably. And I mean, he says it's like being in a hall with a bunch of people, I mm-hmm. think is how he and, describes Oh, and, like, it. a bubble with a bunch of people. And yeah. You gotta, Which I understand. Like, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. You're bouncing sense. around. If you focus in on one person's thoughts. Yeah. Edward talks about how he prefers to listen through Angela and how he wishes he could do something for her. Sweet. He understand why oh, Bella we is. love Angela. We are Angela stands. Yes. Edward is Angela's secret bestie. Yes. Like, yes. She doesn't know it. She has no idea, but he's like, that's my bestie girl right there. Honestly, friend. I wish we would see an Angela Edward best friend relationship. In the They're just like grooving on the dance floor. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know why Edward, I don't know. I get that. A nice platonic friendship yeah. friendship between, you know. But like, even after Edward and Bella get together, Bella's kind of like friends. What are they? Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Edward has to remind her that, you know, to hang out with friends. Human friends. <laughs> and I feel like he should be like, why? Why don't we hang out with them together? He's like, I really double date, double date. Wait, they don't have one of those in the in, in the book, do they? I don't think so. Okay, I was like, am I? I would have remembered that. I would have known who Ben was. Yeah. <laughs> 
He doesn't understand why Bella is upset since the sun is out. And he's happy after he notices her looking at the table. Because she misses him. Because she misses him. She realizes, oh, hey, she may be upset because I'm not here. And his his stone heart does a little flutter. Okay, Bella had plans to go out with Jessica, but Jessica now has a date with Mike that was (laughs) supposed to be. Sorry, speaking of um, going and not hanging out with your friends. So it's she fine. gets home. Bella reached Jane Austen outside, but Edward is happy to watch her. He's just going. hanging out in the tree. Just, he's, he's and she's out. like, I see page him. flip. He's like, hanging out in the tree, watching her, reading like over her shoulder. <laughs> I just see him sitting on the tree branch, just peering <laughs> over her shoulder. Either way, it's hilarious, but I see him perched I like remember a cat. reading that part with the original draft whenever I was 13. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Like, why are you this way, Edward? Why? She's anyway. got her Jane Austen anthology. Yeah. There. Bella gets frustrated with the page, and Edward has no idea why, but we all know why. She changes stories only to get frustrated, which confuses him more. He explains the books and doesn't get that the first one has the name Edward in it, and the second one has the name it's Edmund. like, I don't know why she's so, See, like, yeah. he, put he, off. That happens again in a later chapter when he's asking her questions, though. He, he asks her something thing and she gives an explanation and then reacts a certain way and he's like why is she doing that but it's obvious to us why she's doing that yeah. he's not very perceptive no, no he's, he's not, not. Wasn't that the whole purpose of him being a mind reader was that when he, like, when he was human, he could read people Maybe well. their powers are things that they need to work on. <laughs> Let's hope. Alice like, dwells too much on the past. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that that's what it, like, said on, like, the wiki, whatever. Let's she see. suddenly grows very still. Yes. <laughs> She's dead. She gets frustrated, and then she, like, throws her book and gets in a little tantrum, but then goes to sleep. Has a little dream. And says Edmund in her She family. goes, mm, Edmund. And then, and then uh, Edward gets... And, uh, first, Edward's like, huh? What'd she say? And, and then he like, hears Edmund and he's like, Take it. He's like, <laughs> man. She's like, I was just... He's like, she's been thinking about book characters this whole time. Yeah, he's like, dang, she's not thinking about me. <laughs> yeah. My next note is, which makes Edward go all emo again. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, first, like, okay, I just looked at that paragraph and he's like, huh, she wasn't dreaming about me. And he's like, kind of like, thank goodness. But then he's like, she wasn't dreaming about me. <laughs> he, he's he has very every emotion he associates with her. It's very half of one, half of the other. Yeah. Well, yeah. There's a line later on that I um, feel like has to do with that. Though, isn't he a Gemini? I'm pretty sure he's a Gemini. Probably. Yeah. That would make sense. Yeah. <laughs> As a Gemini, I can relate because that's mostly how I feel about everything. It's like all extremes and nothing halfway. <laughs> Okay, Charlie comes home, and then he's saying terrible, how he feels terrible for watching her, and yet he's still trying to justify it. Mm-hmm. It's he, he continues, this whole book. Yeah, yeah. he continues <laughs> to justify every action he does yeah. in regards to Bella, so. Bella goes back to school, Edward goes home, Peter and Charlotte are there, they think he's lost his mind, like me, apparently. I mean, yeah. I, I, They're like, maybe it's all the animal blood this kid and Jess... Yeah. Also, um, Maria is mentioned. Maria is mentioned. And I was like, wait, who's Maria? And then I was like, oh yeah, Jasper's old friend. I, I'm just yeah. like, I wonder what's the point of him bringing her up, though. I think we don't were- hear about her until Eclipse, and then she's not really important. She's important for just- like five seconds to I explain the background. This whole series yeah. is people being mentioned and then not brought up ever again. 
Yeah, that's why these books are so long. I think it was just a joke between Peter and Jasper. Like, hey, if you see her, tell her I said hi. Well, they, they're both on bad terms with her. It says, well, for Peter, it might be a joke for Jasper. I don't know. A little later, he leaves to go watch Bella on her girls' trip. And that is where it ends. But, I gotta know. During this part, I, re-re- I read via Twilight Lexicon the chapter summary that went along with this chapter, which was Nightmare. Bella is totally psychic. Because after this, this is the dream, or this is after she finds out about Edward being a vampire and everything. But she has a dream about Edward getting his throat, um, was wolves were going after his throat. Wolves. Wolves. And Jacob being, I think somewhere around the dream mm-hmm. or something. I kind of have a theory as to why Bella is so silent. It's because she is psychic to an extent. Okay. And that it comes through like Charlie's line. And like, so she's got, because this is like the second prophetic dream she's had. Because so, we also talked about her seeing that he radiates. So part of her psychic abilities is the shield. Yeah. Which may protect her psychic Yes. Mm-hmm. Visions. There we go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Also, Vampire Hunter. Totally. Le- Vampire Hunter lineage. Maybe she doesn't know. Maybe Charlie doesn't know, but it's in there. It is. We're hoping. I don't know when we will ever discover that. <laughs> We're just going to be a uh, fan fiction. We're going to beat down Stephanie Meyer's door and be like, she's going to be like, I never thought of that. <laughs> of course you haven't. What have you thought about Stephanie? <laughs> take her hostage (laughs) but honestly like we're so good coming up with these ideas oh yeah (sighs) we've been like spitballing random crap to happen and stuff for years so yeah it just kind of comes it just kind of flows sometimes or not flows depending on (laughs) how you view it (laughs) okay chapter nine poor angela this chapter is so long edward is scared to drive into town because of the sun he thinks of all the risk he's taking and how he used to criticize emmett and jasper now he finds himself being reckless i know i like how he's just like uh i used to be the responsible one and i'm like edward stop sounding like an old man also i can relate (laughs) though because i'm like I used to be responsible. <laughs> it's Gemini's. That's all it is to it. He listens for Jessica's loud thoughts. Well, then he finds uh, her and he goes to Angela, but he finds her changing. So he decides to... Scandalous. Yeah. And he's I like, oh, it. no, I can't. Also, if he could see Bella change, what he look? He might... Well, peak. Uh, I find it fascinating that he can just drive into the city and be like, yep, that's Jessica's thoughts over there. She I mean, I feel it. like she's pretty easy to pick out. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I would be pretty easy to pick out. Yeah. Oh, singing. There she is. <laughs> there she is. What is the the Bridgerton musical I hear? <laughs> and I'm like, I <laughs> I would hate to be a mind reader with you because it'd just be an incessant stream of like musicals and just random <laughs> fan fiction theories. And then my and, inner like, TED Talks. Yeah, your inner TED Talks. Okay. He wishes for Twilight and is anticipating school tomorrow. He doesn't see Tyler at a threat, but finds him amusing because Bella hates Tyler's assumption. <laughs> Bella wants to murder Tyler. <laughs> and I find that so funny. She's oh, like, yeah. well, if he can't walk, he can't go to the dance. And I'm like, what are you going to do to this kid? <laughs> also, Kristen Stewart, if she would have said these lines, would have looked like a serial killer. <laughs> because deadpan, he can't walk, he can't go to the- I'm sorry, I can't even do it with straight legs. If he can't walk, he can't go to the dance. (laughs) Perfect face, Caitlin. Perfect face. Okay. But yeah, I find it hilarious that Edward doesn't see him as a threat because Bella kind of hates Tyler. (laughs) 
He finds Tyler so funny. He like, look, he doesn't even find him. He literally him. let Tyler ask her out because he was like, this will be fun for me. <laughs> if that ain't a good boyfriend material, I don't know what is. It's just terrible to say because we Putting you about- through misery with some other guy? <laughs> that's, that's a guy's... Yeah, that's what guys do. They're just like, I know she's going to hate it, but it's going to be funny. So I'm just going to keep on going. And I feel like that's a good relationship right there. Probably. I mean, he only sees Mike Newton as a slight threat, and that's about it. (laughs) But he's murderous with Mike Newton. That's true. Tyler. That's because he thinks. I wonder if it's because Tyler isn't, like, sexual with her at all. Like, he doesn't imagine fantasies with her. He's like, she's kind of cute. And then. Is he not? I don't know. I don't. I I mean, we we only hear the thoughts during that scene that he makes Tyler confront Bella about asking her out. I don't think he had any, like, really pervy thoughts. I just picture him being a perv. I think he's just an idiot. (laughs) I think that's it. Like, an idiot who can't drive. (laughs) Edward knows he's an idiot and just kind of is like amused by him because he's an idiot. Because he's not threatened by him. He's not, he doesn't want to kill him. (laughs) Wait, what's the line from Clueless where she's like, I'm a virgin and I can't drive a car? Yeah. That's Tyler. <laughs> That's Tyler. Maybe Tyler just, he just hasn't found what's right yet, or I don't know. Just, I still don't like Tyler. I, I mean, you don't have to. I, I think he's really dumb, but I, I feel like if Edward doesn't see him as a threat, then he's probably a kind of <laughs> okay guy. You know who hasn't come up in a while, though? Who? Eric. Eric Yorkie? That's because he's not in these chapters. <laughs> well, no, no. <laughs> I mean, why would we worry about him? He's not in these chapters. That's what she meant. <laughs> you know, he hasn't come up in the chapters. <laughs> Wait, what are you talking about? Anyway, he hasn't shown up yet. <laughs> But he also, I don't feel like he was super serious. He was just, he wanted somebody to go to Comic-Con with him. All right. He checked in occasionally, but didn't linger. And he planned on to meet them at the restaurant. But he's like halfway Wait, was he just planning on running and being like, oh, fancy seeing you here. What's up? Well, and he's just sitting at the table with Angela, Jessica, and Bella just awkwardly. (laughs) I mean, he does bring up that he thought about asking Alice to come with him. Yeah, but he didn't. Well, I mean, we never got that far. He didn't get far enough into that. Into that. He would have called her up and been, she'd been like, okay, I'll be there in a jiff. And she runs up. I mean, if it wasn't for Bella going off on her own, we might have reached that point where he... That would have been a fun time. He contacted Alice. Alas. Anyway. But he was also being emo at this point. Yeah. So, like, he he wasn't really paying attention. He was just like, Bella. Bella. He realizes Bella isn't with the girls, panics and drives around like a madman. And then sniffs her out like a dog. Yeah. Realizes Bella's in danger. Races to get to her before the rapist does anything. I don't know if he's actually a rapist, but I'm pretty sure Oh, um. The way, yeah, the way that. The way it's set up. Yeah, suggested makes it. I don't remember the actual thing, but yeah. No, but I feel like, I feel like it's all like implied and not actually said. And he thinks back to a time where he killed a bad he killed bad men and oh yeah that was an interesting part that yeah. he he talks about like this the worst person that evil person he's yeah ever and met. um and, like i thought that was that was an interesting like uh-huh. side part. um he's like what does he say uh he remembers the sadistic serial killer 
Maybe. Yeah, he says, mm-hmm. I've never found anyone who embraces his own evil so thoroughly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, this is around the time he's telling Bella he, to get in the car. He created these rules for himself yeah. to, once again, justify his actions, which mm-hmm. is fine when it comes to killers and yeah. rapists and stuff. I think that's A-OK, dude. But he didn't kill these guys, because he was like, Meh. Though uh, he extremely wanted to. Yeah, he <laughs> really wanted to, but he orders Bella to get in the car, and he... uh he feels like his need to protect Bella is stronger than his urge to kill Lanny. But he remembers the serial killer, and he saves two girls that were, like, in his basement, I think. But only one of them survived. Yeah, only one of them survives. He never really goes into, like, what was, what how they were tortured or anything. Yeah, but like, I feel like, I mean, it can't really be expanded on here, because I'd add way too much. But I feel like it would have been interesting to hear more of that era for him. You know what I have to say about Edward? He's Batman. <laughs> Batman. <laughs> Bitter. Um, as a DC fan. Okay, he's like, Bleh? and she's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, how'd you get here? Yeah. Bella is an idiot for wandering off alone mm-hmm. in a city she doesn't know. Down these, like, dark alleys and parking lots. I don't remember where they are right now, mm-hmm. but, like, Carl. I mean, Edward even says that in a later chapter. Why does she <laughs> not think? She's like, I got my pepper spray. Yeah. She didn't even have that. No. She was like, I know self-defense. I was trying to remember how to. Yeah. I was trying to remember self-defense. She's like, you ever think about screaming? And she was like, I was getting to that. (laughs) Why does she not think, hey, I can go to this bookstore. I know it's like a little occult or whatever. I can't remember exactly. But I can go to this bookstore. I'm sure my friends won't mind if we. I never went alone anywhere when Mm -hmm. I was a teenager. And I mean, she's from a big city. Yeah. I don't imagine. Imagine her just going off on her own. No, she was probably out with her mom, but her, her mom's mom. not there. So. so she thinks she can do it on her own, you think? Yeah, because, I mean, she she won't ask. She'll Okay, she'll ask Charlie for things, but she won't ask him for mm-hmm. things like this. Mm-hmm. But why couldn't she just be like, hey, Jessica, Angela, I really need this book. I know it's weird, but I'm doing a paper on it or something. She doesn't have to tell the real reason yeah. why she's getting the book, but she can just be like, look, I'm really book if she were me i would have just been like look i need this book about vampires because i, I need to know i mean she could have said that i have an encyclopedia of haunted places i'm pretty sure i bought with friends i'm like guys I'm guys just, i need to go see th- i need to go get this book it's very important <laughs> and they're like okay, okay i'm just wondering if like she didn't like bring up like guys go with me is partially because she doesn't want to hear jessica be like why are we going out yeah here? also this is her mission edward is something uh, just as much as she like, she belongs to him. Yeah. He belongs to her in this way. And, yeah. like, she feel like feels like she's on this path to knowing something about him that mm-hmm. no one else knows. Yeah. And she's like, that belongs to me, so I'm going to go on this mission by myself. Like an absolute idiot. He begs her, or he tells her to calm her down. Um, Distract me. Distract and this is where we get back to Tyler. Yeah, <laughs> she talks about Tyler wanting and wanting to hit him with her car. And he's like... <laughs> which, helps, which helps Edward calm down tremendously. He decides whether... <laughs> Edward, murder is making you calm down. Like, yeah. the thought of murder and, you know, harming someone. Well, it's more like the comical way that Bella's saying it's the yes, part yes, that's calming yeah. him down. Because he's like, she would never do that. Yeah, like, she's just running her mouth. It's like me. He decides whether or not to kill Lanny. He doesn't want to give up hope that he could be with Bella, so he decides not to kill him. Bella deserved better than a killer. Yeah. Oh, sweet. 
Edward drives Bella back to Jessica and Angela, who were starting to get worried, which makes Edward warm up to Jessica a little bit. Yeah, but he drives her back to the restaurant without Bella having told him. And she's like, honey, how'd you know I was going here? But then she goesn't say it. She's like, how do you, oh, never mind. I'm just, and like, shakes and then she gets that little she just, smile on her face. I, I don't think it's her letting things go either. It's just her being like, I know what's going on. <laughs> I love like Jessica and Angela's reaction to seeing them walk up. Because mm-hmm. yeah. Jessica's, Jessica's like, were they meeting up? And Angela's like, were they? Angela's like, are they? And then she's like, no, they couldn't have. And, yeah. And this is just like one of the other reasons that Edward likes Angela so much. Yeah. Edward asks to go to dinner with him and Angela being a great wing woman runs Jessica <laughs> off. <and they> leave. <laughs> yeah, that was in my notes as well. That's what I'm saying. It's like a give and a take with Edward and Angela where they're like, I'll help you out this time. Edward is very grateful and decides he's going to find a way to repay her and i put as my note angela equals bestie material yes i know i this is i so wish for this platonic friendship now and i don't understand like there could have been so many like friendship building and it would have been like mm-hmm. great that's um, the thing like there's no of course you know the main focus is the main two characters in their relationship but there's yeah. no other people. other relationships happening that's why i love i love me some good side characters who come to the forefront mm-hmm. like i really do because i always love the side characters more than the main characters and i'm like hey what's up they're more fun (laughs) well i mean it would it's the whole first love syndrome thing like when we've seen before where you ignore everyone outside of your significant other that's all this entire series is well yeah it's it's so ridiculous like because my first love i never like just abandoned my friends Mm -hmm. well you were good at that other people (laughs) yeah i've met a few people who i'm actively gonna take an effort into my friendships Mm -hmm. because they're usually but some most people just aren't like that no they're not yeah because that that makes for a healthy person when you have all these other Mm -hmm. relationships and you're not that makes for a healthy relationship with just about anyone in your life makes for a healthy relationship with you and your partner and mm-hmm. with you and your friends yeah exactly so that's my thought on that <laughs> you can't tell caitlin's bitter i'm not bitter <laughs> and it's not um, just towards one person <laughs> anyway. we, we know a few people anyway. i do <laughs> also go. the name of the restaurant I was is getting to that <laughs> okay so they go in into the restaurant where the host rules over edward and then i put a few points <laughs> and it was <laughs> Sorry, I glanced down and I saw it. And it was La Bella Italia, which really, Stephanie? Really? La Bella Italia? Like really, you, Stephanie? You can't think of a different <laughs> Italian name to put. It's got to be La Bella Italia. I, I think she did it does. on purpose. She did it on purpose, but it's dumb. <laughs> I don't understand. You can have stupid sprinkled in there i mean you can but what was what was she thinking was she just like you know what i'm gonna put the name of the italian restaurant she was probably just tap tapping typing yeah on her keyboard and she was like this sounds good and it just made it through all the edits it shouldn't have <laughs> it really shouldn't have for a few reasons and it's in this book and the and twilight obviously and it's, oh, yeah it's the same people <laughs> Well, I'm saying that, but, like, sometimes Edward notices things that Bella doesn't, mm-hmm. vice versa. Mm-hmm. But they both, think they, they both notice the restaurant name. They both <laughs> notice that the name of the f- restaurant is La Bella Italia. And they are not like, Bella's not like, huh, that's my name. That's weird. Or Edward's not like, 
Huh, that's her name. That's great. I come across my name and I'm like, cool. It happens so little for me. I am always like, that's cool. Yeah. And Edward also says at this point, human eyes were clouded. They saw nothing clearly. Because they're talking trash about Bella's looks, the hostess is. And he talked trash about her looks the first time he saw She's her. very plain. She's very plain. And then he's like. But now he's like, Damn. She's gorgeous. <laughs> and I the was sweetest like, blood I've ever smelled and the hottest lady I've yeah. ever seen. <laughs> but I'm like, Edward, didn't you think the same damn thing the first time? He's in love with her now, so He's it doesn't really matter. He's got very short-term memory for a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> He's got some pretty short-term memory. Like, what, back to what we said, not that perceptive. Not no, perceptive, not perceptive at, all. at all. Bella talks about him dazzling people. <gasps> Herself... <Yes. laughs> Including herself, which thrills Edward. They I dazzle you. I dazzle. Flashes a shiny like, smile. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they discuss. Doesn't she say like his smile's crooked, or is it hers that's crooked? Somebody's got a crooked smile. It might be him, it. but I don't think she said it yet because no. I would have remembered that in Twilight. One of them's got like a super crooked smile, like it's always mentioned crooked smile. I have no idea. Anyway, uh, I don't know either. It's been years, guys. I yeah, don't remember. It's been, I haven't touched Twilight in a but, long time. Um, I don't know if you're gonna get to this, but. Whenever they start ordering food, oh, Edward's like, pile it on, pile it on, come on. And I was like, he's like everyone's grandmother, where they're like, no, have some more, have yeah. some more. Here, here, have some more. Well, I <laughs> mean, like, he, he is an old man. <laughs> my grand, she's always, she fixes your plate Yes. You. you. have no option to see. So Edward, like, orders for himself and Bella, and then he just shoves his stuff over to Bella, and she's like, dude, I'm good. <laughs> I'd be um, like, that's a waste. They discuss landing on her theory about him, which she refuses to express unless he answers her questions, which he does a piss poor job of. Yeah, he's very reluctant, of course. Yeah. They discuss him being a mind reader. She tries to touch his hand, but pulls away. Hold his eyes. <laughs> that reminds me of the scene in the movie. <laughs> yes. Cats. I know. I love that. <laughs> Wait, what, what, what is the scene? That he, like, money, he, sex. Yeah, it's like money, sex, money, sex, cats. And then that dude, the last dude, he looks like I was... <laughs> Epic. Amazing. Groundbreaking. She eventually touches his hand and he is super happy with the sensation, but he's scared. She'll be a disgusted, so he pulls them away. One touches See, all it this takes. is why she ends up thinking that she likes him more than he likes her is because yeah. he... He continuously rejects her yeah, and tells he, her how insane she is. Yeah, he continuously pulls away from her <laughs> while Love also that. wanting to touch her anyway. And I'm like, dude, this is... You're sending such mixed signals. That's why if she doesn't she get it. was the person who'd been like, dude, come on. Like, yeah. give me something back. I'm into you. Do you like me? Or what's yeah. ha- You keep on stalking me. Once Do you a- like me? <laughs> Once again, this is why this book works for high schoolers and yes. not for college yes. students. You're just done with everybody in college. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> or maybe I was. Right, I'm a grown-ass woman, and if you don't want to, which I, actually, I'm kind of dealing with this now. I'm a grown-ass woman, and if you don't want to touch me, we gotta find some other ways to do this. <laughs> 
Uh, are, are you projecting? <laughs> I'm projecting here. Uh, he also... Edward, not my boyfriend. <laughs> he also admits to almost killing her the first day. And he admits he to following her. And how? I gotta say, I love the line where whenever she's like, didn't you think my number was up whenever I was almost hit by the car? And he's like, no, your number was up the day that I met you. And she's all like, well, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, I like that line too. Bella being a teenager misses the gravity of what he is saying. I feel like that's a common theme through this book, too. She's missing the mark. He tries so hard to tell her. She's just like, oh, okay. She's, she, for someone who obsessed so much over one little touch, yeah. she's not listening. Well, not, <laughs> and she's very nonchalant about everything that comes yeah. out of his mouth. And I remember reading this stuff in Twilight. Like, I remember the words he's saying, but the way it's written, which... I'm saying something good, Stephanie, so you should be proud. <laughs> um, you don't feel the gravity of it. Yeah. You see it a little bit, but it's not like you're seeing it through Bella's point of view, so it's not as heavy. But with Edward telling you, it's, it's way more heavy. Yes. There's just a weight with every word that he says. But in all fairness, that could also be my age. I have a fully front developed frontal lobe, so I can be like, oh, somebody just said that they tried to kill me the first day they met me. That's not cool. <laughs> Can we back up to that point? <laughs> um, what, what what do you mean? As they're getting the check, Edward realizes he has completely abandoned anything intimidating, and that's why everyone's being dazzled. And he finds it funny. <laughs> I find it funny. <laughs> I find it funny, too. Okay, the 90-year-old virgin is, was getting excited walking close to a girl. <laughs> He's like, you know that song from Hairspray where she's like, he touched me. Yes. He looked at me and stared. Yes, he bumped touched me. Edward is Tracy Turnblad in this yeah. moment. <laughs> He's like, well, more like the next couple of chapters. Yes. Yes. He's like, I feel her warmth inside me. Yeah, he wants to get close enough to touch her, but every time she reaches out to touch him, he's like, nope, nope, you can't touch Because me. he knows what he's he wants, but she does, he doesn't want her to want him. Yeah. And like she says, it's too late at this <sighs> but point. But then yeah. again, then again, if she had any other interest in any other boy, poor Edward, well, not poor Edward, there would be a bloodbath <laughs> well, and Edward would Edward. have a fractured psyche. Yes. Let's just be real about it. Okay. They get in the car and the chapter ends with Edward thinking of, of the burning in his throat and telling her that it's your turn. It's your turn. Um, Tell me your theories, Bella. Tell me what's on that beautiful brain of yours that I can't read. Which I skip a lot with these. There's such good banter in these. But yes. I try not to go too much into detail because these would take forever. Yes. Yeah, the banter in the next couple of chapters gets really fun. Yeah. Because it's like everything's finally out in the open. So Edward's like, hell yeah, I'm going to tease you now just because yeah. I can tell you all this stuff that I know happened. Which is the <laughs> most fun part of the book. So if you're, for some odd reason, not reading the book mm -hmm. and listening to this, read the book because the banner is so much fun. I gotta say, if they had the amount of sexual chemistry they have as banter, it'd be a fun time. Oh, yeah. But of course, you know, it, it, <laughs> but would, no, it no, wouldn't go no. anywhere if this was a if different there's book. Tension, but there's tension, but there's no like relief till breaking dawn. It was like years <laughs> from now. I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of quivering, <laughs> lots of quivering in the words of Parks and Rec. So, we got anything else to add about chapters eight and nine? That's all I got. Next episode, we will be discussing chapters 10 and 11, and it gets real 
real, y'all. We are talking theory and interventions. We are asking the real questions. Edward is going to, spoiler alert, reveal himself. Oh. Not physically. <laughs> no clothes will be shedded. Just truths. <laughs> like we said, breaking dawn. <laughs> we gotta wait a little bit. We're not gonna be covering that book anyway, so you'll be on the edge of the cliff. Just hang in there. Okay, we really hope you all enjoyed listening. Please follow us, like, subscribe, whatever the hell you do here. Yeah. <laughs> We're, we should have links somewhere. I'm not sure. Yeah, so we'll see you next time on the Let's Call It Nothing podcast. Mm-hmm.